and welcome to another episode of the Family Fun Force podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Matt. And today we are doing episode 23 on Skatebird. Bird. Skatebird is rated teen for lyrics. For real? For lyrics. Yeah. I only ever heard one song. Did you hear more than one I song? I turned the audio off. Okay. It was more bearable that way. I did actually kind of like the background music because it was talking about birds. So I don't know which song had language in it, but yeah, it's rated teen for lyrics. There may be another reason why it's rated teen for lyrics, and I will bring that up later. Uh, this is available on PC, Switch, Xbox One, and PS4 in the future. It's currently in To Be Determined. It was supposed to release on everything at the same time, but it did not. So that's still kind of waiting on a confirmation. This is a single player game. This is a sandbox sport slash puzzle game. I, I threw puzzle in there because there are like puzzles sometimes. Is there? You, you collect the letters to the word skate. Sometimes you got to figure out certain things. And that's that's one of the multiple things you can do. Okay. Uh, this is rated. I average between the three consoles a 58 on Metacritic. Sounds accurate. Get you a synopsis. You're a lonely little bird. And your big friend has hung up their board for good. Their job sucks and lately barely ever home to play with you. You're going to fix all that with the power of being a chill little skateboarding bird. You may be tiny, but the more you skate, the more friends you'll make. Birds will come check out your park, help you find more parks, and together you'll somehow fix big friend's life. Fix big friend's life. Woo! Yeah, that's what they call your owner. They call him big friend in the whole, every time there's a conversation with an NPC. Is his name Tony, big friend? I they make a they make a tiny hawk uh reference, but no, your friend's name isn't Tony. Alright, what you got for developer Matt? Skatebird was developed and published by Glassbottom Studios. They also developed and published Spartan Fist, which is a first person like rocket punch voxel thing. And <laughs> and then they also developed and published Hot Tin Roof. The Cat That Wore a Fedora, which is like a 3D side-scrolling mystery. This was kickstarted. Did you know that? Uh, I vaguely remember. So game mechanics. This game was heavily influenced by Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. You don't say. You don't say. Like, when I say influenced, I mean they kind of played the first game and they did that again. With a bird. With a bird. <laughs> You control a bird riding a skateboard from the third person. You jump, flip, grab, or grind across environments made of pencils, blankets, milk cartons, etc. Lots of small, cute things that are bird-sized. You complete missions given to you by other birds. And you do bird stuff like flap and squawk. It's scree. Scree. Scream. Scrim. It's S-C-R-E-M. Scrim. Scrim. Okay. You can uh, double jump. That's about the only new mechanic in the game. Because you're uh, birds, so you flap your wings. Yeah, you, you can flap your wings to jump again. Mm -hmm. Other than that, if you have played the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, the original from like 98 or whenever they came out eons ago, it's that game again in 2021. <laughs> For adults, this is a spin on the nostalgia of traditional skate games, <coughs> Tony Hawk, but the comedy of birds and bird puns. It also features music customization for those who want to spice up their background music. You can drop in your own MP3s. That is why I think it's rated teen. Because, because you can play the music that you already own. Yes. So they have to rate it for the music that they have no control over. Correct. That is, that is my assumption, because like I said, none of the songs... Okay. 
excuse me, that I heard playing sounded not like appropriate. So that's sure my guess thing, in the rating. ESRB, you need to like get with the program. What do you think for adults? Uh, the game, it's literally just Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the original, but with birds. Uh, do you like birds? You'll probably think this is funny. Do you desperately miss the nostalgia of your childhood? You might find, like, five minutes of enjoyment in this. Yeah? What kind of things you think kids are like? <laughs> uh, for kids, this is a cute, easy sandbox that features screaming birds. Also, you can customize your bird with breed, hats, glasses, scarves, capes, and your board, too. Did I miss anything? That sounds about it. There's a lot to pick. And the species of bird is literally, like, the first thing. They have a lot of choices, but there's not... I would argue there's not a lot of variation. It's kind of all just... Yeah. The birds are at least interesting. They do have lots of different birds. I I shouldn't hark on that. Yes. The, The birds do have unique meshes and stuff and there are a lot of them so that's cool but they are shrunk to be all the same size they are all very similarly proportioned which makes some birds look real dopey but for kids that's something that they would enjoy immensely yeah and then the skate like the customizing your your outfit is funny and you can customize your skateboard but the only skateboards i saw weren't really that cool to be honest yeah you can change the board the mm-hmm. under part of the board design. You can change the deck. That's called the deck. Yeah, the deck. And then you can change the wheel color and then the inside of the wheel, I think. The inside of the wheel are the trucks. Can you change the trucks? No, I mean like literally the inside of the wheel color. Like you can change two different colors on the wheel. Oh, the bearings, I guess. It was just like a line or something. I don't know. Okay. I, don't I know. guess I missed that. You had to get kind of farther and unlock other stuff to for it to pop up. It wasn't oh, okay. like default there. Okay. <laughs> I'll, what do you, I'll believe you. What do you think for kids? Yeah, bird on a skateboard is hilarious. Kids bird, will bird definitely bird. like all the birds. They'll like the bird characters. I think they talk a little too much for a lot of kids, but if the kids like birds, they'll probably think it's hilarious that all these other birds are talking to you and asking you to do bird stuff on a skateboard, which is funny. Uh, now, when we say talk, we do mean it's just text on the screen. They don't actually talk. They just yeah. make bird chirping noises. So is, if, you, if your child cannot read, they will not be able to know what's happening. There is no voice acting in the game, so it's all just bird sounds and text. Uh, kids are like the birds wearing hats and ties. That's funny. The game mechanics themselves, I mean, it's old Tony Hawk, so the game itself is simple to play, uh, but difficult to master. You only have, what, directional buttons, a jump button... A grab, a kick, a flip, and a grind button. Yeah, that's ninety percent of everything that you ever use. So most kids can grasp it pretty easily. The new mechanics like double jump are a bit harder, but kids will probably pick it up faster than I could. Kind of stuff. Did you not like? Cut that out. I personally really enjoy the customization to start. I got to make the coolest bird for skating. I made a little owl with a beanie. Then I did the board too. You can unlock more modifications by beating challenges, so I went back and updated later, too. The NPC dialogue is cute and funny, and I like the theme challenges. I think someone older can definitely appreciate the underlying story of a bird owner who's depressed and their bird's trying to make them happy. I think they're trying too hard. You think the birds are trying too hard? No, I think the developers are trying too hard. <laughs> what else are a bunch of little birds in a house going to bother doing? They're birds who skate when they just skate. 
for I'm not gonna blast this until we get to the next section. So. Okay. What well, what did you enjoy, Matt? Nothing. I hated it. Uh the birds were cute. It was funny to customize the birds for the whole three minutes that I was like, oh, this is actually the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> Just with new graphics and birds. You know, for the three minutes that lasted, I guess it was enjoyable. And then I remembered that it's a 20 plus year old game now. And, you know, there's there, there's other skate games now, I think, that I would enjoy more than this. What kind of stuff did you not like? Okay, some things that were not as enjoyable for me were some challenges needed longer time to complete, or maybe were just too difficult. I had a hard time with real writing, and as it is required for a challenge and story progression, I got stuck. Most moves slash tricks of the board have basic controls, but don't always act like they should. Or again, I'm not doing it correctly. Not really sure. Yeah, so I ended up getting stuck in the story because I couldn't ride a rail and I kept timing out. So I literally got stuck in the game because I couldn't master a mechanic. I also think multiplayer could have helped this out. Would have been more entertaining if there was some sort of party mode. Uh, if I remember correctly, the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater did not have multiplayer. That came out in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. But again, original, we're, we're talking about a game that came out in 1999. So not yeah. having multiplayer is no surprise. But if right. like the sequel had multiplayer, there'd been a reason not to see multiplayer in a game coming out in 2020 2021 yeah 2021 my bad all right matt so uh what didn't you like well i'll start you know the game mechanics have not aged well i'm sure many people have nostalgia for the original game because it took up a long long hours of your childhood and believe me i played all the tony hawk pro skaters just as long as most people listening it was one of my favorite game series back then uh you know enter skate came out in like what 2008 2010 somewhere in that area uh, really <laughs> revolutionized the skating game genre and like to look back at the Tony Hawk games they're they're not great games and playing uh, playing skatebird just makes you realize how old these mechanics are having to press a button to grind a rail it's something that just feels wrong <laughs> it's like i i hit the grail I hit the rail with my board. Shouldn't I grind it? No, that means you crashed. Doesn't make sense. Uh, it's difficult to remember. There are two settings for auto grind, and I tried them both. I wasn't impressed. Uh, oh, maybe to... I should have put that on. Would that have helped me? You had to press a button to jump through a half pipe instead of over it, instead of like just pushing forward on the controls. Uh, stuff like that. That just it. It's like quality of life stuff that feels lazy because. Because they were chasing the nostalgia so hard that a lot of this just feels like bad game design that's been fixed over the past 20 years. Controlling the bird in midair was extremely awkward, especially, God forbid, you accidentally double jump. The minute you double jump, who knows what direction your bird's facing? Who knows what direction corresponds with what anymore? It's just like, oh, I double jumped, so I'm going some direction somewhere I hope I land correctly. That's like a major problem for a game where you're supposed to be a bird and able to fly through the air. And a skateboarding game having a double jump feature would be really cool if it didn't completely ruin whatever control scheme you were currently locked into. Whether you're like, you went up a half pipe, so now you're in like, the, you're locked to the pipe sort of mechanic. And then you accidentally double jump and now you're sailing across the map and who knows where you're going. Or if you double jumped off a ramp and you double jump, you expect 
uh, to keep going the same direction, but instead you'll double jump in the direction the bird's facing, and then like left and right may not spin you anymore, they might flip you. I was just confused whenever that happened. The physics sometimes just exploded on me for no reason, especially if like you got the bird close to an environment object, so like the skateboard itself didn't impact anything, but like the bird might have impacted anything. Birds, you know, they stand sort of really funny, like they're they're kind of really front heavy. So it like leans way out to one side of the skateboard and sometimes that causes you to collide to stuff, other times it doesn't. I just had really mixed interactions and I could never really understand it. And then yes, the story, I don't know. It was bad. I stopped reading it after maybe like the second or third one and listening to what Jessica was saying, it's just like they're trying to appeal to the audience who grew up with this game, and I think I think they could have spent more time polishing the game and making it something that could stand on its own instead of just single-mindedly chasing after, oh, people who played Tony Hawk back in the day are going to like this. Well, we've grown up. That's really harsh, but I'm kind of really disappointed with this game. Dang! <laughs> so let me ask you this. What would, would you have done for the story? Quite honestly... I wouldn't have had humans in this story. Just would have been a bunch of birds with tech It would have just no been a bunch of birds out by a dumpster setting up skateboard stuff. And, like, humans were something that wouldn't have been present in the world and never be explained, because it doesn't need to be explained. Because birds riding skateboards, a funny premise. Birds riding skateboards because their owner is depressed is weird. Eh, I don't know. I was okay with it. Although I wasn't sure what going to the person's workplace was going to do to help them. Right. And, like, they, the starting missions are, like, clean up your owner's room. Uh, fix their stuff. Do all this weird stuff. It's, like, none of this has anything to do with skateboarding or birds. I suppose it could have just been, like, person teaching their bird to skateboard and you could have just gone through the motions of learning to do stuff. I would have been fine if the birds just found tech decks in a dumpster and, like, what are these? How do we use oh my god, this is fun. And the birds just had like a cardboard X Games out back behind the local toy store. I would have enjoyed that. Now, can I be real with y'all? I never played this Tony Hawk game. Um, The only skateboarding game I had any experience with was this thing that was on a demo disc for PlayStation 1. And I'm trying to look it up right now. I think I just found it. Um, where you just were skating around where you weren't supposed to be, and the cops will come after you if you skated for so long. <laughs> Every video game in the 90s is about running away from cops. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find it. Sorry, I should have looked this up earlier. Yes, grinding our podcast to a halt. No, it's fun. Well, then you talk about how much you hate the game some more. I don't like giving <laughs> that much negativity to this. Yeah. As far as, like, nostalgia remakes, Road Redemption, I wasn't a huge fan of, but they at least took the old Road Rash series and, like, made a point to try to make new stuff out of it. And I, it wasn't great, but a lot of people enjoyed it, and I think they, they did a good job, like, updating the series to, like, modern audiences. When are we getting a Connecticut remake? Bro... I don't think that's happening. Okay, so this game I 
remember playing had Run DMC King of Rock in it because that's the one thing I remember. Cons- I think it's Thrasher Skate and Destroy. Is that right? It looks like Run DMC has their songs in a lot of games. Thrasher Skate and Destroy PlayStation. I this must have been the game. Yep, this was it. This was it, y'all. So the only skateboarding game I ever played in the PlayStation era was Thrasher Skate and Destroy, and it was on demo disc. I never played the full game. So that was the only experience I had. And then I played some Skate 1, and then we played Skate 3 when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was never great in any of those games, but I did enjoy Skate. Skate's fun. I was okay at it. So, you know, coming to this game, I never experienced Tony Hawk, so I never really had the nostalgia factor that people might have for this. I So maybe... I'm I'm missing out on that. Maybe I'd be better at it if I had played the Tony Hawk games before. But I don't know. So if you like this title or looking for something similar to it, Skate. <laughs> Tony Hawk 1 and 2 Pro Skater are remastered on PS4 and Xbox One. I don't know if they came out on PC or not. So if if you really are just looking for that nostalgia for Tony Hawk, just buy it remastered. <laughs> Oh wow! You're even telling them to. Yep, that's what I'm saying right now. Ouch. Um. Also, webbed, and I would say the only other thing that this sort of reminded me of was, oddly enough, Toy Story Two for PS One because everything you know is so much bigger as a tiny bird, and just like the way it played reminded me of that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, this game was just like a really big nostalgia trip, I guess, in more ways than one for people. And I kind of agree with Matt in the like the the mechanics should be better for what what time period this game is being released that I think this would have done really well a long time ago, but where we're at now with games, I don't think it just I don't think it makes a cut. So <laughs> what do you think about similar titles to this? Oh, um there's a game Skater XL. It seems just to be- came out, right? The most recent skating game is getting lots of good reviews. It looks very similar to the Skate series. I don't think it's the same developers, though. No, uh, it's not. It's been in my wish list for a while. I just haven't bought it yet. And then I saw another like tiny skating game called The Ramp, where it's like an uh, isometric view of Skateboarder, but uh, kind of like clean micro-graphics kind of deal. But it was skateboarding. also had good reviews. looked really cute. Either of those would be really good. I was trying to think like games that are were similar in feeling to Skatebird, but not Skatebird, and like the only things that can come to mind that we've played recently: Webs, uh, Goat Simulator, like all kind of just goofy, not necessarily aiming to be groundbreaking games, but just like one mechanic and go for it. I just I wish this game's one mechanic wasn't to recreate an old 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 game. Yeah, I would just like to point out. Um... In Skatebird, they actually have, like, magazines that are themed off Thrasher in it, which I think is kind of funny. Mm. Is it Thrasher instead? I honestly can't remember what it says. I give this an S out of Skate. An S out of Skate. So, yeah, um, kids may enjoy it. I didn't really (laughs) buy it when it's on sale. It's not worth $20. Um, Like, I liked it, but... I played it twice, and once I got stuck, it was like, okay, there's nothing else I can do because 
where I got stuck is literally story progression. It's not just a side thing to unlock. So, and I didn't play it for the long until I got stuck. I'm just like, eh, I don't really think I'm going to come back to it to get past it. I just didn't care enough. They, they had a good marketing team, that's for sure. Uh, what I will give it some kudos for, if you go to the, the shop for the game, the products they have look pretty sick. And I'm talking about they got, like, caps, they got beanies, they got hoodies, they got all this stuff. And, like, all of that looks great. So <laughs> I kind of want to buy a beanie, but I don't like the game enough to do that. You know, they don't have a link to a store from their webpage. It should be there. That's how I got there. For a merch, oh, merch. right there. Oh, okay. Maybe if I wasn't blind. Yeah. Like a bat, that's not a bird. Stickers. <laughs> like a bat, that's not a bird. Well, where's my bat skateboarding game? The toy thing is overpriced. It's $22 yeah. for a paper craft. Yeah, they've done paper crafts for other games, actually. I would also like to say Nintendo eShop has flagged this as a holiday gift guide featured game. And I went to check and see if that was on any other web store or if that was like on every single currently out Nintendo game. And it's not. So Nintendo apparently thinks this is a good game for kids. Like I said, it, it probably is, but there's no multiplayer. And if the kids can't master the controls, they're just going to stop playing it too. I think it's worth less than 20 like $15. Okay. $20? I don't know. The last time I was this disappointed with an X Games sport video game was Sean White snowboarding. Oh my god, Sean White snowboarding. I remember when you got that for Christmas and you were just like, wasting my time. I didn't ask for this. Why, Dad? Why? <laughs> it was actually... I don't want to sound like a snot, but it, it wasn't that I, I didn't ask for it. I wrote, please do not get me Sean White snowboarding <laughs> on my Christmas list. <laughs> uh, apparently your parents don't know how to read and they're just like oh he put it on here so he must want it right that's pretty much how you should have just not put it on there you're right they would have still got it for me because i played the ssx series oh i didn't mention ssx yeah, ssx <laughs> super snowboard extreme <laughs> ssx original or tricky hold up speaking better. of another game that then, has run dmc yeah. in it that has what the band run dmc oh okay they they do the tricky song now am I allowed to do plugs? Yes, you can do plugs now. Do I have your permission? Mm-hmm. You have my explicit permission. We have an all-in-one stop now at familyfunforce.fun. Our website. Go to it. It's cool. It shows when uh, we're streaming. It has our latest podcast up, and in the future it'll have more stuff when I have time to do more stuff. Yeah, we want to do blog posts, but neither of us have gotten on it yet. You can find us on Facebook via Family Fun Force. You can join our group, Family Fun Force Pod Group, and find us at the website, familyfunforce.fun. Our Facebook has been updated, so you can now listen to the podcast on Facebook. Did you mention that? No, you didn't. Can you listen to the podcast straight from the website? Yes. Okay, well, you can also do it from Facebook. Matt, what's our next title? <laughs> what? Fortsismo Corsa Horizon the Fifth. Wow. <laughs> That sounded like a musical symphony. I know. Uh, I'm gonna guess you you mean Forza Horizon Five? If that's what you want to call it, sure. Forza Horizon Five. If you want to sound like a plebeian, go right ahead. On the Horizon Five. Forzismo Corsa Horizon the Fifth. That's painful. I'm not saying that. Okay. Catch y'all later. Bye bye.
Don't fact check me on the date. I want to know. Can you show me? I want to know about the treasure life. So, I would just like to say, when I just binged Tony Hawk, the first thing I saw was details of epic Tony Hawk documentary being released on HBO, and it's the Skatebird logo with Tony Hawk's face on it. Adults. I'm still getting the date. <laughs> no, just what kind of things do adults enjoy? Like, <laughs> um, fine dinners, walks on the when beach. When their wives don't interrupt them by fact-checking them on that, the that one. First but game came out in 1999. I think children like it when... 1999? Darn it, I was a year off. That's why I didn't commit. Hi. Did you ever commit? How long have I been with you? That's more like you gave up. <laughs> 